Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Tuesday morning, election day. Max, what's going on? Hey, man. How's it going? Um, what you have for dinner last night? Uh, me? Yeah. Um, yeah, what you have for I had a slice of or a couple slices of leftover pizza. Oh, really? Because uh, from from the book club, I thought you had a T bone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had a little bit of that too. <laughs> it was rare. <laughs> Not in Canada. Those those are bad fucking drivers in Canada. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out on something. I got to stay up later to keep up with what goes on in the book club. <laughs> I thought you were still Arch awake got for that. into a little fender bender last night, didn't you see? Didn't you see that oh, some, some someone hit into Arch's uh, pickup truck last night? Yeah, somebody drove right into me, <laughs> <laughs> like literally. Right. It's happened to me before, but you know, like uh, your, your pickup truck took it much better than my Charger did. Yeah, 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 yeah. His car was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I'm assuming the other guy had it worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check check the license plates. It's probably an Ohio driver made his way north. <laughs> made his way north. Oh man, yeah. L- little excitement last night. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Just you know, the annoyance now of having to deal with getting your car fixed. Yeah, that's it's such a fucking pain in the ass. It's a god fucking damn it. You know, it's it's it, when when my car got hit a couple of years ago. You know, of course, like the uh, the insurance company is just trying to fucking get everything they want from the other insurance company because right. the other guy was at fault. And I'm like, no, I want to keep my car. Just fix my fucking car. I don't want a new one. I don't want to like just fix if, if as long as the fucking integrity of the frame is fine. Just fix the fucking car. You know, such a pain in the ass. So have fun with that. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good times. So <laughs> it's election day. There's no basketball. There's no football. What are we going to talk about today, Max? Well, I guess there's a couple of stories. Uh, yesterday, the Colts uh, listened to Panther and they fired Frank Reich. <laughs> so, uh, all that. <laughs> well, that's two. That's two. We, 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 we're two for two for this season, right? We, we've kind of uh, dropped the axe on two uh, head coaches in the NFL so far, right? Yep. So, uh, who's the next to go to Panther? I, you know, Kingsbury? I, I think. Kingsbury could be on the chopping block, and I know it, it maybe seems premature, but I listen. If the Raiders don't start winning some fucking games, McDaniel's going to get a hard look. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah, I think I think I think it's really probably between McDaniel's and Kingsbury at this point, right? I mean, uh, yeah. I, again, like I think if they lose another, if they if they lose next week, I think McDaniel's might 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 be out. Where does like, Tomlin really... fit in this pantheon of coaches? Tomlin's they don't fucking fire coaches there No, he can I think he might leave on his own but I don't think he gets fired no uh, this is what this is going to be his first losing season ever there um he gets the benefit of the doubt rookie quarterback unsettled situation with the quarterback so uh no Tomlin's safe I think the only thing with Tomlin is is there maybe he's done in Pittsburgh or a better opportunity presents itself somewhere else but um I don't think there's any chance that Tomlin gets the axe from 
upper management. So a big question here. So say, say if, for example, uh, McDaniels is gone or maybe it's Kingsbury, do they just take a random offensive lineman from the past and just make him interim coach for the rest of the season? Is that, is that the <laughs> fucking strategy of what, what those teams should do, right? Only if he has high school coaching experience. In Dacula, Georgia. It's got to be specifically in Dacula, Georgia, that he has to have a losing fucking high school record, and that uh, qualifies him to be the interim head coach for the next nine weeks or whatever the fuck is left in the season. So uh, that's exactly what happened with the Colts yesterday, is they fired Frank Reich, and we were talking about it. It was chatter in the book club. I was like, oh, shit, Frank Reich got the axe. He's fucked. And then all I see is just, like, randomly, just, like, Jeff Saturday – I'm like, okay, yeah, he was he was a offensive lineman on the Colts. I remember uh, Peyton Manning getting very fucking violently angry at him several times on the sideline, uh, telling him to fucking just block, don't fucking uh, uh, make suggestions about play calling, just fucking block. I remember that vividly in my memory, and now he is the interim head coach for the fucking Colts. Panther, what do you think about this? I I don't know what to think of it. Typically, when you have an interim coach, it's somebody that's already on staff. Somebody that already knows the playbook, knows the players. Knows the... He's not on staff. They're just kind of bringing him in. And it's to me, I love, listen, I love Jeff Saturday. I think he actually could have a future in coaching. But this is a lose-lose situation. This is a team that almost strikes me as that year where uh, Manning was basically concussed, had his, his uh, neck surgery and didn't play and it was suck for luck and all that. At this point, it looks like they're tanking for one of these quarterbacks. It's a loaded draft. We talk about next year's draft. The, the Colts are a mess. There's nothing to play for. I don't get what's in it for Saturday. I, I would be stunned if they won a single game. You don't have a quarterback. Jonathan Taylor's injured. Your defense has been subpar. Uh, I don't get what's going on here. Why, if you're going to throw somebody under the bus, why you just don't leave it with one of the coaches that's still already on staff? I'm, I don't get it. And to give him the interim tag makes me think they don't have enough confidence in him to have the head coaching job going to, it, it's a very awkward way to have an audition for Jeff Saturday. Don't you think Arch? If they're trying to tank, why did they even change anything? It was, it was working. They were they were not doing well. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I don't I, I don't I mean, understand. Yeah, I don't understand this. I'm actually now riveted. I have I, I can't wait to see what the Colts look like now. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. I I mean a couple points here. One is I mean Ursay basically said that he wanted to hire a guy that wasn't so fucking like stuck with the statistics and analytics. Right? <laughs> wanted a, wanted a guy that coached a little bit more towards his gut or feeling or, 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 or that, like, he's not calling offensive plays. I mean, the, for fuck's sake, like, I mean, Peyton Manning will fucking go down there and strangle him on the goddamn field. If he tries to make an offensive fucking call. Right. I mean, that's not going to fucking happen here. So what you're trying to do is find a guy that can, you know, maybe inspire the locker room, get some people, some discipline and so forth. Discipline ain't going to fucking uh, help an injured Jonathan Taylor. Discipline ain't going to fucking help bad choices at quarterback for the last, what, six, seven years. This, this is not a coaching issue. Like you're, you're, you're literally putting a fucking piece of dog shit on a plate and say, make filet mignon out of this, Frank Reich. Right. Who is his quarterbacks? A washed up fucking Philip Rivers, a broken down Carson Wentz, and a washed up Matt Ryan. Let's, they should let's have kept throw, Jacoby Brissett. I was about to say, let's throw Jacoby Brissett in there because he's probably the best of the fucking bunch that Frank Reich's had to deal with. 
I mean, who's next? Are you going to fucking uh, call Cam Newton up? Is is that is that going to be the fucking next play there? And like Aaron Rodgers, is he walking through the fucking door next year? Like for fuck's sake, like I I, I feel bad for Frank Reich. Now, a lot of it was his own doing. I don't think he was. I I, I don't think Frank Reich's a great head coach by, by any fucking stretch of the imagination, right? But this isn't all on him. And 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 now you're throwing in fucking Jeff Saturday with zero fucking experience whatsoever. You know who's salivating right now over this fucking hire, guys, is Brian Flores. Brian Flores oh, sitting there yeah. with his big fucking fat lawsuit saying, great, thank you. Thank you. Once again, skirting around the fucking Rooney rule. Once again, not even like talking to a black assistant who's on the Colts. You hired a fucking white dude with no coaching experience. Thank you. That's what Brian Flores is saying this morning. I guarantee it. Yeah, the thing that you brought up, who's calling the plays, which is a very good question, because last week they fired the offensive coordinator. Then this week they fired the head coach. Like, who is calling the plays? It's going to be Peyton and Eli every Monday night, right, from their fucking little uh, studio at ESPN, right? They're, they're going to be calling the plays just, just Monday nights. For the whole fucking week, they're just going to be, you know, Jeff Saturday's like, Peyton, what do I do? What do I do, Peyton? <laughs> I'm pretty it's, sure it's a lose lose it's a lose lose situation for Saturday and for Sam Ellinger. Ellinger doesn't stand a chance here. I just and, and the Colts' offensive line has gotten a little bit worse, a little bit worse, a little bit worse, and now they're officially bad. It's an officially bad yeah. offensive yeah. line. No amount of ignoring analytics is going to be able to help you fix that problem. I, I maybe that's Ursay's fucking thinking is, hey, let's bring in a legendary offensive lineman to fix the offensive line. And maybe. then once the offensive line is fixed, then everything is there's fucking no, magical. There's no fixing it. There is no fixing it. There, there's no like, I mean, uh, it's not like they're being called for a lot of penalties. If there if there was an offensive line that was being called for a lot of penalties and it was a discipline and, you know, discipline thing. Right. Then maybe bringing in a guy who knows off that can that can be trained, that that, that could be fucking hammered into you not to fucking make those uh, the, those bad uh, holding calls and stuff like that. Right. Lack of talent is lack of talent. You got offensive guys that just you just can't fucking like muster against the the edge rushers that can't fucking stop the the defensive lineman in front of them that you know that that ain't fucking like, trust me as a Rams fan right now I'm witnessing this week to fucking week of seeing what a, a bad offensive line could do to your offense it, 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 and no fucking you bring Orlando fucking pace back there to to coach the offensive line for the Rams it, it ain't being fixed this fucking season and I, I the same thing with the Colts it's not it's not being fixed this year. So basically, you're, you're saying it's like, well, we're putting him in an interim to see how he does for the next eight, nine weeks, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I think they have a buy in there. Uh, and then it's like, but, you know, hopefully it's longer. But we still need to, you know, uh, do these fake interviews with black head coaches in the offseason. Anyway, we still have to do that. We still we still have to pretend like we're, we're going to give someone else a chance. But Jeff Saturday's pretty much got the job is, is what he's saying. Unless he completely fucking goes. What? You know, how many games? Like eight, one and seven the rest of the way. Does Jeff Saturday get a fucking call back next year? Uh, no, or say maybe, maybe. Who the fuck knows? Like, or this this guy's, uh, you know, a few fries uh, short of a Happy Meal. Like, really, this guy's a little off uh, off kilter. You know, has anyone checked his meds lately? Has, has anyone I, made sure that he was stocked up on on all of his meds? Because yeah. it, it seems like this was just a fucking piss poor decision. Yeah, I kind of, kind of thought the Frank Reich. There's always got to be a scapegoat, right? And Frank was going to be Reich was going to be the guy, but. Like I said, Saturday's in a, in a complete no-win situation. You're putting him in the same situation as Frank Wright, 
He has no coaching experience. You have no Jonathan Taylor. You know you don't have Hind. You traded him for draft picks. The offensive line is shit. And you've got, for all accounts, a rookie quarterback. Like, he can't succeed here. If they win one or two games the rest of the way, I will be stunned. I think maybe they keep him. Maybe Ursay likes Saturday and wants to keep him. But this is not a fair audition. If you're giving Saturday, oh, here's your audition for eight games. I don't see how he can remotely be successful. <laughs> I don't see I don't I don't see it either. I maybe maybe sometimes offensive or head coaches are just motivational speakers that just have to you know just have to prioritize the team, give them identity. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe maybe yeah. that's enough. But I just with this talent here, I don't see anyone's going to turn this around. No. He'll put on a hat, he'll go to the Hammock District, things will get fucking figured out. That's that's the fucking plan there. There you go. Uh, other news in the NFL yesterday, it seems like uh, Josh Allen got injured during the Jets game. It looks like it could be a significant one. Um, not a lot of news has come out, but they're saying potential nerve damage. And, and you know, so uh, we're, we're keeping our eyes on that. Let's let's pretend it's the worst case scenario, though. Let's pretend that he's done for the season, uh, maybe even longer. But let's just look at this season because the, the Bills, of course, are one of the prohibitive favorites in the NFL to win the Super Bowl. So what happens next? Uh, you got the chart, you guys, uh, without looking, do you know who the backup quarterback is for Buffalo? No clue. Uh-uh. Just guess. I mean, uh, come on. It's, it's like a handful of guys that end up being backup quarterbacks everywhere. Just take a random guess. No? I, nothing? Kyle Orton. I don't know. <laughs> Case Keenum. Oh, boy. So Case Keenum is is the backup in Buffalo as it stands right now. Uh, I made the joke yesterday. It's like, you know, it's like they kind of miss Mitch at this point, right? Because Mitch knew that offense pretty fucking well. I'm I'm, not even joking is I think like having Mitch as the backup probably would have been a better situation for them. Uh, But listen, we don't hate Case Keenum. I think he is that quintessential backup type guy. I, I think he's capable of you know, winning some games for Buffalo. But we, we say it this way. If Josh Allen is done, the Bills aren't winning a Super Bowl. Can we agree on that? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yes. A little, a little I think there's a chance. There. I was about a little hesitation at a Panther. Yeah. What, 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 what's your reasoning? You think Case Keenum can do enough? Well, I mean... Hold on, let me get out of this dead. Let me let me get out of this dead zone real quick. Okay, all right. That's a hesitation. His hesitation was talking was was afraid that Rosie was going to show up and make him silly. But I, I mean, I uh, I just can't see it. I I just can't see them winning a Super Bowl unless you know uh, Josh Allen's there. Can you see? Can you imagine Case Keenum going toe to toe with Mahomes in, in the playoffs? You know, uh, the way they were just knocking each other. You know, just hitting each other. Uh, you know, score immediate score immediate score back and forth. I just don't think Case Keenum can 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 be in those kinds of games. Yeah, I mean anything can happen. We saw that with Nick Foles. Like, so you know, I, I don't want I don't want to you know completely say that a, a backup type guy can't fucking win it because you know, look, fucking Foles was not afraid of Tom Brady on the other side of the field. I just can't see, like, like Mahomes would just smell the fucking blood in the water there, and he would not relent. And I don't think Keenum can do enough to fucking keep up with him. You know. Well, I think when you look at what has worked against the Chiefs, it's been defense, right? Buffalo's defense, you know, kind of neutralized the Chiefs. That was a lower scoring game this this past year, not like last year's shootout. Uh, the Colts beat them with defense, the fucking Colts of all teams. 
Tennessee, I mean, they, they kept them, a team that wasn't really playing great offense. Malik Willis completed five passes, but they were in that game because of their defense. So if Buffalo's defense can keep them in a game, against the likes of the Chiefs or the Bengals or the Ravens or whoever they might play. I mean, Case Keenum might only need 21, 24 points. If you're telling, if you're telling me Case Keenum's got to score 45 points for the Bills to win, no, I, he's not that guy. But if the Bills' defense can do enough to where you only need 24 points, I'm not saying they can't make it. Plus, luck of the draw. They could maybe get there by not playing the Chiefs. Somebody else knocks off the Chiefs. I'm just, I'm just I, a couple things here is, I mean, uh, Josh Allen only put up 24 against the, the Chiefs, right? That was, I think it was a 24 right. game, something like that, right? Uh, so exactly. I don't, if Josh Allen's only putting up 24 against the Chiefs, I don't think Case Keenum can put 24 against the Chiefs. So there's that. I worry about the Bills making the playoffs at this point. Uh, if, 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 if Allen is out and you got to say, Case, they, they still got to win some games. You've got the Jets and the Dolphins. The nipping. Jets and the Dolphins fucking right there. I won't even discount the fucking Patriots, even though I do think that they're the worst in the East. They're still 500. There's not a lot of fucking separation. It's it's not like it's not like looking at Minnesota right now. And, and as well as uh, Kirk has been playing this year with their seven and one record. It's not like them with so much distance between them and Green Bay slash uh, Chicago. The fucking AFC East is tight right now. So I worry about them even making the fucking playoffs if Josh Allen's done. And to your point, I'm looking at it right now. So next week, they have the Vikings. Ooh. Then they have the Browns. Not good. Then they get a, then they get a bye week at the Lions. <laughs> Wait, don't ask Green Bay about that. That wasn't a bye week for Green Bay this past week. I think the Bills would like to play Green Bay as well. Uh, then they get the, and this is where this is where the the road gets hard. They've got the Patriots, the Jets, the Dolphins back to back to back. A rejuvenated Bears team. Then they wrap up with the Bengals and the Patriots again. Got a solution here for you guys. I got a solution here. Uh, how about they just swap schedules with the Philadelphia Eagles? <laughs> I'm serious. Like, how about how about we just say right here, right now, we just make the swap of schedules. We'll see if the Eagles go undefeated against that fucking schedule that the Bills have to fucking face for here on out. They might end up with like the same record. <laughs> like 13 and 4 or something. All right, let's take a break. Let's talk about the book club here. We are hanging out live in the book club in the daily section, uh, talking to uh, all of you live and then all of you who are listening afterwards if you want to listen live it's very easy go to thedgens.net you sign up now for three free days and then you get access to this live channel or again all of our other uh sub channels all of the spicy memes all the pop culture stuff i'm looking forward to uh panther's double uh black movie review of uh black adam black panther (laughs) um you can enjoy that too if you if you sign up now again it is free for three days and then after that is 35 dollars a month thedgens.net for you to book it over to the book club wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. 
your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hockey? Hockey. That is you can, so... You can hear the excitement in Arch's voice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Arch is just going to leave right now. Uh, Arch has just been working on college basketball the whole time, so... Do you have any college basketball picks, or is it just book club exclusive? Oh, it's book club exclusive. Sorry, everybody. Not, not even one? Not even one towards the end, maybe? No. We'll, see. No. we'll see. I haven't we'll, even started we'll try, today. Try. I'm only working on yesterday's. What happened yesterday? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, full slate of hockey today, and I'll uh, get right into it. Let's talk the St. Louis Blues and the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, you know, Going into this season, the Blues, uh, that was a team I believed to have great value to win the Stanley Cup. Well, seven straight losses has made that prediction look kind of silly at this point in time. However, Arch, what do we know about the St. Louis Blues? It's not it's not after the All-Star game yet. And so, yeah, yeah, they're notorious for their slow starts. And I think to give some maybe some credibility or some credence to my thought around this is they are the unluckiest team by Ooh. far, according to PDO. They are bottom, bottom, bottom when it comes to luck factor in, in the NHL right now. So I do think that there is an opportunity for positive uh, uh improvement for this team now philly is another team listen i i made a bold prediction to say that they uh sucked ass right i think i believe my exact words is they suck ass um they haven't completely sucked ass this year it's a team that's playing above expectations specifically on the defensive end currently sitting at sixth in goals against with a 2.55 now here's the bad news for philadelphia guys if you looked at expected goals against, that of course is what they should have probably given up if if you know luck and bounces and all that stuff didn't, didn't play factor, their goals against would be 3.57 instead of 2.55. So I think the it should start evening it out for this Philly team, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of back their hot defense for at least one more game today. So a ten dollar bet on the Flyers. You know, I really I, you're gonna get tons of moral support from me because right now all you can do is fade. The St. Louis Blues, I, I just, and the seven in a row, like, they got to win sometime, <laughs> right? They can't lose them all, but their offense is so bad. Just so, like, at this point, just start firing quantity, not quality shots. Just <laughs> start firing, right? Just get some goddamn shots in the goal. But, man, they can't get more than two goals in any game. One seems to be about their average. I'm leaning the Flyers here with that plus line, but, uh, Man, fade the Blues until they get this shit correct. Yeah, I don't see how you can't take a plus line against the Blues every single time until they show some signs of life. Max, do you do a power ranking in hockey? I do. I do do a power. Where's ranking St. Louis? Yeah. Like I, they got to be like twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth. They they are incredibly Arizona. Low. Yeah, they're incredibly low. <laughs> yeah. No, they they're very low right now. With with, with the caveat knowing that um again that that with their luck factor being so low that I do think that there's an opportunity for them to rebound eventually. But yeah, they're pretty fucking low right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, let's talk about another team that is dropping on the power rankings, and that's the Calgary Flames. Now, they're they're heading to New Jersey. Of course, they played the game against the Islanders last night. Panther, congrats. You beat me in Iceberg. Uh, so, I'm sorry, guys. It took, it took you into overtime to do it, but, you know, you, you got it. It wins a win. <laughs> Cal- Calgary, Calgary just fucking, like... They, they they just gave that one up. And I think that was an indicator of of possibly where their head's at this season. You know, um, get, getting the take on the Devils once again. Of course, these two teams played just a few days ago. And the Devils, of course, got the better of that one. In a, a really great uh, matchup. But overtime, Devils took it away. That was the Devils' sixth straight win there. I And New Jersey was a team I was very skeptical about heading into this season. Uh, mostly because of goaltending concerns. But now... Jesus Christ. They sit atop the Metropolitan Division with a chance to get another one today. Um, and yeah, it's it's the same thing with St. Louis. It's hard to fathom the Flames losing yet another one. But as I mentioned, last night's game probably told me a lot about this team. You know, they were up three to one with, I want to say, about eight minutes left in the third. And they just got lazy out there. And the Islanders pounced. Um, now, you can blame some of their misfortune on bad luck, right? So if you're looking at the Calgary Flames, they have the 25th worst PDO in the league. 25th that said uh do you guys want to know where new jersey is yes i do 26th in luck factor (laughs) new jersey is one of the unluckiest teams in the league and a lot of that is actually their goaltending they've got a 2.58 goals against statistically it should be a 1.99 i'm gonna back the devils at the rock tonight ten dollar bet on new jersey when you look at both teams recency you know, betting on New Jersey seems like the obvious play. And, I, and I'm going to give you moral support, but the thing to me is that line, you know, it should be way worse. Like, Calgary's playing really, really bad, and New Jersey's playing really good, and they're not even lucky, according to Max. So uh, the line threw me off. I'm going to give you moral support, but I, I thought it should have been chalkier than minus 135. Minus 135. What's that like 57 and change 50 it's not quite 58 it's 57.81 okay okay yeah this is 57.81 i have i have the devils at uh 76 winning this game hmm all right so betting the devils uh next one up for me we talked about one uh red hot team in the devils and let's talk about probably the one b maybe even one a and that is the vegas golden knights uh they've won seven games in a row Got that nice 3-1 win over this same Maple Leafs team just a couple weeks ago. Uh, Toronto, they've played decently this year, but uh, definitely not to the level that many thought that they could. And, and some of that has been really sloppy play against the lesser teams. Yet they, they've been able to manage to step up. They got nice wins over Carolina. They, they beat division-leading Boston uh, the other day. But man, the Jack Eichel era in Vegas is exactly what they imagined it being when they traded for him last season. And how about those goaltending issues, Panther? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Vegas leads the league in goals against. Both Thompson Hill look really fucking good out there. And then looking at their advanced metrics, it doesn't seem like it's it's too far off of where they should be. I like the Golden Knights to grab another win here today. $10 bet on Vegas. No, I love that my Golden Knights are, are winning and being more successful than I anticipated. But, you know, we talked about just a, a week ago where they had a 1.7 goals against it now is up over 2, 2.1, and that has to do with the eight goals they've given up over their last two games on their short little jaunt through the Canadian provinces. They're going to Toronto, and, and it looks like the Canadians are getting to this Vegas team, so I'm thinking maybe the Maple Leafs 
can do it as well. I don't. I think it's probably closer to an even game, but I guess minus one twenty-five. I gotta fade my knights here, and I'm gonna take the Maple Leafs for ten bucks. He's doing it just so they win. That's his plan. Oh, I think yeah. so. I think it's a good plan. It's a win-win situation. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last one up for me. It's my favorite team to talk about. It's the Seattle Kraken. They've, they've won four in a row. They now sit second in the Pacific Division over there in Nashville. They've been on the road for a while. They're going to continue their road trip today. They, they've Not bad. They've won two of the last three. But this is a team that has notoriously struggled on the road. So you have to wonder if they have enough in them to get another road win today. Uh, Seattle, a team that many expected would kind of round into form this season. Of course, they spent money in the offseason. And it seems like they spent money well in the offseason. They brought in some Stanley Cup caliber players. Investment is paying off. This Seattle team isn't as bad as I thought they were going to be. And I think at home, they get another win today. So a $10 bet on the Kraken. That's kind of ironic. Like last year, their inaugural season, you were really all over. Seattle thought they'd come out. And then this year is the season. It looks like they might be for real. It's on. I don't know enough about the Kraken. I really, I couldn't name a single player on the Kraken. I just go on what I see. And based on last year, it's just hard for me to believe that they turned the corner that fast i may think there's a little bit of regression in their future and maybe the predators get their shit right but right now i i don't trust nashville and i could not come to grips with betting seattle with a minus line i think it's the right play i just couldn't do it so a lean on seattle i think you're right i think seattle should win but i, I do have a little hesitation betting seattle as as a, as a favorite oh sure yeah i mean i mean Lord knows that my betting history with the Seattle Kraken has been fucking stellar. Well, the <laughs> Seattle Kraken's history itself has been quite fucking stellar. Panther, you got one more for us. What is it? One more. The Battle of New York. The Islanders Ooh. are going to take on the Rangers. This is just out of sheer principle. I hit on the Islanders yesterday. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. But the Rangers, when I first saw this, now it's getting better for the Rangers and worse for me. But when I first saw this, I saw the Rangers minus 190, and I'm like, are you guys fucking nuts? That's way too much value on the Islanders. At best, this is a coin flip game, and I love the way the Islanders are playing. So I'm taking the Islanders with that plus line for 10 bucks. Yeah, you, you got to imagine that the line is is this big just because it's a back to back for the Islanders and they're you know and and New York's coming in kind of fresh to this one. But I I agree with you. I I honestly think that this line is way overinflated for the Rangers. I like the Rangers. I think they're a very good team. But the Islanders have proven that they've kind of come into the season with a chip on their shoulder. To prove last year was kind of like a, a fluke, a negative fluke, right? Uh, moral support. I like the Islanders here. A lean on the New York Islanders. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, you've got to be right. <laughs> That's a ridiculous line. Uh, Absolutely crazy. obscene. That's it. That's all the hockey. All right. Do we have any comments to speak of? Not really. Just yeah. uh, Nardog saying he's voting for whoever sent him the least amount of junk mail this year. Hey. And uh, Iceberg taking Montreal plus one and a half. I actually uh, like that play. <laughs> let me see here. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I th- I, th- I think Montreal can keep it within two goals. I, I have Detroit winning, um, but not by not by two goals. Minus so one seventy six on that. Yes, man, you killing your fucking value there for sure. Um, I honestly, I would take a flyer on Montreal upsetting uh Detroit. Like really, I think it's you know, it might be there. I what's the current line though for but, Montreal? Uh, Montreal is uh, plus one thirty nine. Detroit's minus 155. 
Yeah, I think that, that when, when it opened up, I think plus 150, I probably would have taken maybe a little bit of a flyer on the uh, on the Canadians, but at, at you know less than 150, I, I probably can't do it. So there you go. All right. All right. What do we talk about today? Not much. <laughs> we kind of had just a, a discussion about the NFL, uh, discussion about Buffalo backup quarterbacks and their chances. Uh, no basketball today, so we talked hockey. Still, congratulations to the Houston Astros again for winning the World Series. Max, that's it. That is it, guys. Uh, Arch mentioned it. It is Election Day. So uh, if you listen to the show and you're in California, just remember there's two propositions right now on the ballot regarding legal online sports betting. If you listen to California, please go out and vote. Get gambling, uh, sports gambling legal in that state. Here's a couple of states I'm going to call out. Listen, if you listen and you live in these states, fucking put pressure on people. I'm talking about Alabama, Alaska, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Kentucky, Missouri, North Dakota, South Carolina, and Texas. Texas of all fucking places. You guys don't have legalized sports gambling yet. Put pressure on the politicians to make that so. Let us know what you think about our picture, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute, no matter where you listen at. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Man, I'm going to go with my New Jersey Devils. Arch, you bring anything to the table here? Not a thing. Not a thing. Well, I went opposite. Well, you, went, you took Vegas, so you know what? I'll just take the Islanders, and uh, the rest of you degenerates can figure out if you want to put a third team in there. Well, fuck um, it. Put Purdue, from- put, take Purdue over Milwaukee, if you can get it. Purdue Boilermakers. Points they got to lay on that. Mine's 26 and a half, it looks like. 26 and a half. Purdue's supposed to be pretty good this year. Hey, you got a little bit of college basketball action from Arch to go with the New Jersey Devils and the New York Islanders. Um, Listen, to echo what Max said, though, I can't even stress this enough. We are so fortunate to live in a country where we actually have the ability and the right to vote. Doesn't matter which side of the aisle. We don't discuss that on this show. Always, we will all agree, even our resident Canadian, get out there and exercise your your right to vote, especially if there's gambling on your on your uh, ballots. Um, we're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but it's the book club. You guys want to get all of Arch's college basketball plays? You got to get in the book club. You want all of Bill's, which is way more than me and Chubby Zebra do, college football plays? You got to get in the book club. That's where we're hanging out. You shoot the shit with us, call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you need yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.